The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and logo design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have a very special guest, the owner of Honey and Pond Photography and Blacklist Laser Cosmetic. Cause what? Cosmetics. Yeah, Blacklist <laughs> Laser and Cosmetics. Yeah. Laser and Cosmetics. <laughs> the one yeah. and only Tiffany Rogers. What's up? How you doing? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing so good. I'm so happy we were able to do this. We met in the most Ooh. random way. I have never met anyone like this before, but we were on Discord with some homies, and we know Jane. We should call her Whitley. Yep, Whitley. Whitley is her, is her name. Her, her real name. Um, yeah. And we were just hanging out, and one random Saturday night, I think it was, you were on there with her. She was visiting you. She was visiting, yeah. And I've known her for so long and known that she has all of these friends that I've never met. And <laughs> she was just visiting me during my midlife crisis. And uh, yeah, she was just on there talking to you guys. And I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is what you're doing. Okay. So <laughs> I love that. And turns out you are a super talented photographer. Um, and your cosmetics as well, but I am definitely a fan of your, your work. It's very beautiful. Um, so I'm so happy we met by chance. So this is gonna be awesome. So happy. This is so great. You're super talented as well. Well, thank you. This is about you. Screw oh, okay. my work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. I'm so no, yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, but yes. Yeah, so let's talk about well, let's talk about who you are first. Where you're from, and just what's going on in your life. Okay, well, uh, my name is Tiffany Rogers. I live in Joplin, Missouri, and I'm a photographer, and I own um, what some people would call a medical spa, um, and we do tattoo removal, hair removal, aesthetics, and then it houses other um, cosmetic professionals in there as well, and we are... Um, yeah, we're in Joplin, Missouri. I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that year. I've wow. never really thought of. Is that technically Midwest? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Midwest. Yeah, I don't yep. know. I don't know. I know a lot like, of creative. Literally dead in the center. Right. Exactly. I was trying to get a picture of the map in my head, but I know of a lot of photographers in California and you know New York and even maybe Florida, Atlanta, but I never think about the Midwest part of the of the country. <laughs> so this is really awesome. Problem. That's amazing. So yeah, so tell us about your upbringing. Like, how did you find your way into the arts? And you know, let's, let's start there. Yeah. So um, my parents moved around a lot. Um, my uh, dad was in the military, and I don't know. We, I guess, an unstable kind of upbringing. But the one thing I always did was take photos. And I remember when my mom got the first kind of digital camera, mm -hmm. which really wasn't anything, but I would take all of these pictures with it. And I remember even like taking pictures of our backyard fence with the trees, you know, just like taking that. And then I would like import it to paint <laughs> on our old dial-up. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I would edit it like so dramatic and I would even like, you know, sometimes like write like little, like I definitely was an emo kid. So I would definitely like write little <laughs> lyrics to it, like the fence with trees or something. It was like you would put it in black and white and do like yeah. some, the, the flowers in red and shit. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I just, I mean, I remember doing that for like, I mean, just for so long. And then in high school, um, in middle school, I was in TV productions and I loved that video. And I mean, everything, I really loved that. And I wished that I maybe thought I could do that professionally outside of growing up because I just was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to college, go to nursing school, mm -hmm. just do what normal people do. I could never do this outside, but, um, I really loved it. I do think I was 
uh, in TV productions anyways, I would like, win things. I mean, I feel like I was okay at it. Yeah. I, it's weird to say, but at that stage in life, I definitely was. But um, yeah, I don't know. So That's I cool. always did that. And yeah, um, yeah. I didn't do it professionally until a long time after that. But yeah. That's insane. So in the TV, yeah. TV production, right? Yes. So yeah, you were messing with professional cameras yeah. and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I would do that. I would interview lots of people. We'd make our own music videos. Ooh, I mean, okay. I loved that class so much. We did so much and we would do this news channel. I mean, it was really great. So, oh, so that's, that might become like a Kickstarter into your, your visual career then. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Besides the whole like paint thing yeah. that I did, which is very pivotal. I yeah. love that so much because i remember messing with that program when that was a thing and yeah just... i mean that wasn't the only thing right yeah exactly I mean, so how old are you one second uh i'll be 30 in next month so did so you grow up with, so you grew up with like live journal and like zynga and shit do you remember those yeah uh-huh oh yeah Putting yeah. Photos yeah see yes and photo bucket and all that uh photo bucket yes i literally <laughs> wish i could get into my old photo bucket so bad oh my god <laughs> I wish I could. I probably yes. have all of these cringy edited photos <laughs> in there that I didn't paint, and I wish I could get into it. I know uh, kids; they just don't know how just the times were back then. Like even yeah. when like the rise of Flickr, you know, I still use Flickr now, but I, I love Flickr. Like, yeah, like yeah. back then that was just I don't know. Kids is they I don't know. We we grew up in a different time period. I think. Oh, I know. Oh gosh. Uh, and I, and really, and no one can get into those things. I mean, I can't get into mine. I can't get into my old MySpace. Like, uh, how are do we have access to all these things, and we can't get into what we used to have that has all these horrible, cringy memories? But they're memories that I want. I want, I want them. them. <laughs> I want them back. See, now I want to go to my photo bucket and try my hardest because I know I have some insane photos in that thing. And I, now I'm this has sparked that that for me. So after this, I want to try to do that. <laughs> yeah, try. I hope you can get into it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But anyways, back to yeah. high school. So you did TV production. So you, did you yeah. end up going to college at all? Yes. So, yep. I actually moved from Joplin. I did my first semester at college at the U of A okay. in Arkansas. Um, I thought I would really like it. Uh, Fayetteville is, I think, it, I, I think it's different from when I went, but I mean, I just didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like everyone was like the same person, like mm. fraternity, sorority, just like, it was like, everyone looked the same. Everyone did the same thing. And I was kind of doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Like, mm. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to get like a normal job. I'm supposed to be like with normal people. And I had <laughs> such a horrible time like such yeah. a horrible time and um yeah so that was a really horrible time and something really terrible I mean just terrible in my life but I moved back home and was like what the what can I cuss you can cuss time? yeah yeah okay <laughs> like what the fuck am I gonna do like I don't know who I am I hate this place this awful thing happened I have fucking therapy now I'm like fucked up for life or whatever <laughs> and so I just you know enrolled in college in my hometown and I still went to school worked like three jobs Ugh. um was just trying to figure out shit I worked at the tv station oh nice and somehow, and somehow I still couldn't figure out like I love this why don't I just fucking do this like yeah. what I mean it was just so weird how I was like right in front of me all the time of like you love to create you love these things you love showing what's important like I worked with I still work with a nonprofit um whose headquarters are in Joplin for sex trafficking and um, the safe house for girls oh, that have been sex wow. trafficked in Southeast Southeast Asia and now they have um safe houses everywhere around the world but I did so much and I'm like, why can't I, why can't I figured it out sooner? But I mean, that's yeah. okay. We're here now, so it's fine. But, uh, yeah. Thank goodness for that. That's so cool. Yeah, so exactly. What, what so I didn't, I don't even know when I just started. I just started like picking up my camera. I think it took me until 2014 or 13 to just pick up my camera and just do it. Like, I love doing this. Why don't I do this again? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. So there was a big gap between you taking photos. But I always took photos in between there. But like, but, but like, I just couldn't ever get where I'm like, why don't I take these for other people? Yeah, as a professional. I always ask people like, oh, hey, can I do this? Can I take this photo? Can, do you want to help me with this project? Because I still, you know, have a lot of friends in the tattoo industry and the music industry. Mm. And I, so just different artist friends. And I would always want to do these projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the side. But I'm like, why did I ever just do that? It took me so long to realize like, you could just, do that that's just what you could do you, you, know, like, you, you can literally be a professional photographer and make money and make a living so yeah so crazy yeah so, so what projects were you doing back in that gap with college and you being in arkansas what, what kind of what type of projects and how how did those work i did a lot of portrait projects of um people that i thought were interesting um a lot of music projects, a lot of people in the music industry. And yeah. I've always been around our, I played the violin for 10 years. And oh, somehow, okay. yeah, somehow I still was like, I can't do that. Like I, one of my good friends, um, then she even went to Nashville to Belmont for music business. And somehow I just still was like, I can't do that. Like, I mean, I didn't even, and why, I don't know. Um, but I did a lot of projects like that of just yeah. people I was like He's, super interested in. Yeah, people in bands. Yeah, you kind just, of document in life. Yeah, just I love just doing that personally. My family, my sibling, I mean, just anything. Yeah, yeah, the outdoors. I love being outside and nature and just exploring and all that. So that's yeah. awesome. Yes, I have a very similar upbringing as far as in the arts is that. So that's, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's awesome. Heck yeah. yeah. So you came back to, to, to Joplin, went to school and then TV station. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to do my camera and I'm going to start doing this professionally. So yeah. you never took any classes no. in photography. No. You just, you just went for no. it. Yep. Just went for it. Even my degree doesn't include any photography or anything like that. Um, it, it includes a lot of science. And so that's helped me with laser removal. But, um, and then whenever I went to laser college after that, um, you know, but no, no educational. I've done a lot of, um, seminars online. I mean, during quarantine and I, everything like that. I mean, I've taken a lot, but, yeah. um, really what I have found that I've learned a lot is, um, through just personal experience, um, yeah. Yeah. and hiring photographers that I look up to, to take my family pictures, take oh, any, you know, okay. Anything that take my own pictures boudoir photos anything like that so um i found that that's like the best way to learn all like worth every single penny yes and to an actual artist and usually if you hire another photographer to take your own photos i mean yeah that's super cool yeah Yeah, absolutely it's a way to connect and and like and learn you know what i'm saying yeah i just did that while i was here i since I'm turning 30 and whatever, I hired, uh, I did some boudoir portraits and the, I know. Yes, yes, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So she is like so great and it's crazy. We met, I just kind of found her on Instagram and she's so talented. And when we clicked, it was like meeting a friend. And the makeup artist that was there that did my hair and makeup, um, she was great. We're all, the more people you meet, if you're open and nice, I think you learn that a lot of people are going through exactly what you're going through or have went through it or love what you love. I think we all have an energy that kind of connects or like pulls us to people with that same energy. So Yeah, yeah. If you're pulled to like be with that person, take their photos or do something, I mean, usually you have something in common. So I love that. That makes me happy. And he does all studio stuff, which is totally not my element. So it was oh. so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. And she's so smart and great. So super awesome. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna come back to that. Um yeah. but I wanna I wanna know how I guess your some of your first experiences of being a professional photographer are like what were you yeah. some of your first jobs like how how did that go? Yeah, I did so many family sessions and I still do a lot of family sessions. I love family sessions. Um my kids are 
so uh, special to me and I love documenting that. Yeah. Um, my style is a little, I don't want to say it's a little different. A lot of people have that same style, but I think for the people that have like want or that reach out for family sessions, it's, um, it's not like pose here and smile. I love these like small intimate moments. It seems like um, you capture the in-between moments of, of, of the sessions, which I do love, you know? Yeah. It, yeah that's what I love. And, um, yeah, so I did a lot of that and, um, I did a couple weddings by myself, but um, I um, I second shot for um, another photographer for a little bit um, for like two years, I guess. So for a while um, it, during their weddings. And um, I think that that was the best way for me to kind of dip my toe in and learn as far as what I did and didn't like about mm. weddings. Mm -hmm. um, because weddings are my favorite thing now. Oh my God. But it's because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I've learned that it's the type of wedding. Okay. So when I second shot for, uh, this other photographer, I think that they, I, I mean, they, the, the weddings that they shot are very different from the ones that I book myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the connection and maybe I am a hopeless romantic or something. I love, love. I love that your families can come together and celebrate that. I love like a second chance at marriage. Like I am, I think I am a hopeless romantic, even if I pretend like bad, no feelings, but <laughs> I, like, I really love it. I love just the close knit, like, I remember second shooting during a wedding and everyone's trashed and the they have this like huge party bus and just it's so much the cake is like hanging from a chandelier in the middle of a dance oh floor like, i mean it was beautiful right and i mean the couple was great i just like there was a lot going on where i think i just realized like, that isn't what it is to me i mm -hmm. think and so um as far as like money and like you could spend, I mean, my couples that spend so much money on their small intimate weddings, um, spend the same amount as like the couple that went all out, their cake is hanging. It's just different in the different types of details. So, yes, yes. um, I love that. And I feel like they may be different types of people yes. and that's okay. Everyone's so different, but I love just, I love love and I want to document that. And I love, attracting people that like my style and like these small intimate moments that mean a lot and I love that I yeah so I love that like the hand holding the you know the way a dad will grab a mom's I just edited this gallery like where he would he grabbed the mom's chin and like pulled her up to kiss him and I'm like the kids are running around in the background where I you know I think those are the pictures that I love where it's like they're having a moment. The kids are being nuts because that's what kids do. But that's like such a great time to like capture these like really great things where yeah. when you're at a wedding, that's like super it's crazy, yeah. huge. There's cakes hanging from chandeliers. There's all these crazy details. It's like you get lost in all of that and you don't realize what is like what everyone's there for. You may not even know the people that are there. So that's really hard as a photographer to like rush around. And if you have these set shots, you want to try to do those. And it, I mean, which is fine. That's, it's just a different type of scenario where it's like, I love just spending so much time on these little details on, I mean, like the couple is the main thing, yeah. right? I don't want to spend five hours documenting a chaotic party happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spend five hours at a reception where everyone's trashed. I don't like that's not good for your wedding. So. Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty? A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we will try our damnedest to decipher. 
It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. Yeah. So question, so how do you avoid those couples? Like, are you having consultations? Like, how are you making sure you get the yeah. weddings that you yeah. want? I have a lot of consultations. I do a lot of internet creeping before when someone books me. And I'm like super upfront and honest about that. Um, the good thing about having to kind of dial back on my photography or the amount of work that I take and staying home with my kids more because of one of my sons is in, um, some therapy. And so I have to be at home for a lot of that, but, um, I can't take on as much. So in turn, it's made me way more selective and, um, which I already was pretty selective, but it's actually like made me be able to be like okay no look if i'm gonna spend my time doing this i really have to want to and like actually know the couple and connect with them mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to always be on some deep level but i it's really great that the couples that i do shoot i mean i can't think of one couple that i'm like not interested in seeing where they are now or that i don't follow personally that i'm like oh my gosh you're having a baby or that like <laughs> i follow through with that because i just love that yeah 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 that's wild so are do you find yourself doing a lot of elopements yes yeah i do a lot of that for sure um i think that that's more and you spend the amount of the same amount of time Mm -hmm. i think when people think elopements they think oh someone's just gonna watch me walk up this hill and get married and that's fine but you still want family photos you still want your detail photos you still usually have a reception afterwards it's the same it's just it's just different as far as like details so yeah 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 that's cool i mean you definitely mentioned it seems like you want something that's way more intimate and maybe way more you know yeah. sentimental i guess so elopements to me are like yeah. kind of fit that mold a little better than like a yeah. traditional wedding yeah i love just love i love these organic natural moments that you can celebrate that aren't totally staged and set up you know I think that that's what it's about. And if I'm going to spend my time documenting things, I've just made a promise to myself, especially the rest of this year and 2022, like that's my thing. I'm not going to commit myself to things that don't serve my heart that I don't want to share because as like, I mean, I'm sure as you know, when you document things that you're not, not crazy about, you're not happy about, you don't really want to share them. Mm. You don't want to do more of those and, um, sharing social media. That's like a really hard thing anyway. So I'm like, I want to do things that I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to post this as soon as I get home or like, yes. I can't wait to, I can't wait to put these on my hard drives. I can't wait to look through these. Like I want more of that. And I'm lucky that I have these families that love me and love the work that I do. And that will, you know, that do what I want, I guess. I don't know. Do what I want to do or love what I do. I don't know, but I want more of that. So. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So y'all know you mentioned earlier in your, your art life of working Mm -hmm. with musicians. Do you still do that now? I don't see it much on the, on the site. No, I don't. I wish I did. Um, it's crazy. So when I played the violin and I was in, I definitely was an emo kid. I think I said that earlier. Yes, so, that so, so many much. shows, uh, just the places we would go. So dangerous. I hope my kids are. Oh, they're going to do it too. I'm sorry. I hope they let me know. So I know that they're in like a mosh pit in someone's basement with like people with mohawks <laughs> and like, you know, which they probably won't be like that in that in this age i guess it's like probably like way less give you, you have a little time yeah i mean who knows they're only two and three so oh my gosh <laughs> they, tiffany they yeah got, the two or three they got plenty of times but like who knows what the future will bring right but i'm like i didn't even have a cell phone who the fuck knew where i was at or where i was going That's like so true I feel like I guess the world was a lot safer back then i don't i have no clue because we were I definitely know. out Looking back, i definitely <laughs> wasn't safe yeah it probably was not we would just out just being reckless i don't know how we survived i don't know but here we are right i don't know but i just i think a lot of the people that i was friends with then um have moved away we've got you know everyone has kids Mm -hmm. we're you know i don't fully like do i guess i haven't done that and maybe that's not exactly where my heart is right now just in this time of life like then definitely um 
And I think now it's more just like these organic moments that there's so much pressure on all of our moments are fleeting with our kids, right? Like every moment means so much and we're going to miss this, right? We're going to miss this, even though you're in fucking hell, they're two and three, right? They're, you know, so I love just being able to document that for people because I mean, you will, I think we will definitely miss it, but like whenever you're struggling just day to day, I don't know. My heart's just in a different place and that's what artwork is, right? It just follows you wherever you kind of go. You create what yes. you in the moment so absolutely i'm definitely a lot different of an artist than i was you know 12 years ago so i definitely understand what yeah. you mean by that um when did you go freelance are you i mean you're obviously freelance now right fully freelance yep uh-huh yeah um so i um just did right away oh really so when you uh, well uh okay so oh wait so total okay um it's hard because I guess like with the laser, um, okay. in 2015, first? so in 2015 or 16, that's whenever I did not work for anybody else. I fully worked for myself. I love that. And that's when blacklist was a thing. Yes. Yep. Yeah, blacklist laser. Yep. So I, um, looked into tattoo removal for myself, um, actually. And then I was like, wait a second, like, this is so cool. I'm going to like look more into it because, I do love science. I love numbers. I'm very like analytical too. Mm-hmm. I, my brain is totally split between this artistic side and then like these numbers of just, it's funny. I don't yeah, know. I love maybe that. that. Maybe that's my problem. I don't know. But yeah, I was really into it. So I um, was like, um, why can't I do this myself? You know, I mean, um, and then like paired with a tattoo shop, a lot of people need cover-ups, um, that they can't get covered. So because it's too dark, they'll have to go too big. I mean, just laser removal creates so, so many more options for people. Um, so, um, bought a laser, (laughs) you know, bought a laser, looked into it. We paired with a tattoo shop. Um, in Joplin, Blacklist Inc. Um, we were going to have it inside Blacklist, the tattoo shop, but Joplin actually has these weird, this weird law that says no tattoo shop may attempt to remove a tattoo. Okay. And so I, um, instead of just like renting a small space inside the tattoo shop, I rented the space that just happened to come up for rent next door. And so, you know, had that and then um we both moved to our building that we have now so there's a tattoo shop and then a laser removal shop and you can walk in between which is super great because a lot of artists bring clients over to consult about tattoo removal and we do the same about cover-ups and just um like you have so much more access to professionals on each side yeah so yeah that's wild and obviously you had to go to school or some kind of training course to do this, correct? Yes. So I do have a, my college degree, but then I went to laser um, college after that. So, which is a little different. It's just um, a couple weeks of course and then hands on training. And then whenever you purchase a laser, the company comes out and trains you, make sure you know what you're doing and everything like that. So, oh, well, so they come out to where you're working? Yep. And when they bring the laser, these lasers are definitely not cheap. So they come to the business and they set it all up. You have an engineer. It's a really in-depth process. Um, it's like buying a house kind of. And so they, um, they definitely train you and make sure you know what you're doing before they leave you with just this laser randomly. So, Oh, wow. That's good for safety. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I started doing that. It was just me and a tattoo removal laser in a room (laughs) and it's so much more than that now. So that's amazing. Congratulations. That's awesome. So at that time, obviously you were still a photographer, right? Mm -hmm. So how are you balancing all that in a family? Um, so at the time my kid, um, so it's funny. So my oldest is three, but I joke about him being the oldest because oh, okay. he's only three. Yeah. So, and then my twins just turned two in October. 
So I have three, three and under. So um, that's crazy. So at the time I didn't um, have children, but I was, um, we did foster care. So I was foster mom and um, that was really hard to balance, but um, I don't know. I think somehow I just made it work somehow, um, you know, my mom and um, my stepdad are really great. They come down and then, um, you know, just had, I had support from my parents for sure. As far as like, and I do, well, I do now with my kids for sure of watching kids. And then whenever we were foster parents, I mean, um, I definitely had to cut back, but the laser removal shop, I mean, still was going and yeah. still took projects and I took them with me sometimes and oh, they would have really yes. fun on family shoots. Definitely not with weddings, but like family shoots, they were like, they loved and had that experience. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love hearing yeah. how, cause I think a lot of people avoid they don't, what's the word? A lot of people don't go into that lifestyle or be a creative because yeah. they think they can't do it with the family. Because obviously yeah. it's such a chaotic thing, but obviously yeah. it's possible if you're willing to be flexible and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Flexibility on everybody's part is great and needed for sure. Um, you know, when um, we're foster parents, um, they um, definitely went back to their parents, and, which is great. That's like what being a foster parent is about reunification and being supportive and being like an extended family member. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm glad and happy that they did. And we did that because, or I did that because I wanted to do that. And um, so whenever I wasn't doing that and before my kids, I mean, I just worked every day. So when I second shot for weddings, just work Saturdays, I did my shoots on Sundays in the evenings after I left the laser shop, usually at sunset anyways. So that kind of worked out perfect. And then being able to schedule appointments around like, okay, I have photo shoots, so I can't stay until six. I'm going to leave early, you know, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hearing yeah. this is kind of a hot, but hot button issue with a lot of creatives. Obviously you write your own schedule, which is awesome. Can be a blessing yeah. and a curse. How are you avoiding the burnout? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, how are you staying inspired and motivated? Um, I definitely haven't avoided a burnout. I definitely had one just recently, probably mm-hmm. all of like a majority of 2021 same. for sure. Absolutely. Same. Uh, and, um, you know, being a new mom and everything. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just going to happen, right? It's just, it's going to happen sometime, no matter what type of creative, who you are, what you're dealing with, because I mean, we all go through shit, so much shit. So, um, how I got myself out is just to basically tell myself to fucking get out of it. Just look myself in the mirror and be like, listen, you're going to fucking get out of this. Okay. Like you got it. We're going to, we're doing this. Yeah. So, um, what's cool with you having kids though. Yeah. I can't waste my time doing stuff. I don't like, I can't do that anymore. So, and see, and that's another thing. A lot of people, a lot of creatives are doing work that they don't want to do, which causes the burnout. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of that, even though it was self-inflicted because I felt like I had to, I think there's this overwhelming, um, presence of, I have to take everything as like a business owner or just, you know, especially as a photographer, I have to take every single little project that I have that or that I can, because I need to, I need to make money. I need to, what if I don't get anything? There's all this, but like, you don't have to do that. There are going to be a lot of things that come up in like one month. Maybe that's not true, but I mean, if you keep doing what you love, I mean, you're, if the energy that you put out, the stuff you put out, the, that is going to come back to you. So I just had to learn that and just had to take a risk and tell myself to trust that. And yeah. that and yeah it's working out fine right now so i love that yeah, yeah you're kicking you're kicking ass yeah. i love that because i guess right now you being in seattle you kind of on a break now right yes yeah um i am actually coming back to shoot an elopement here in december so that's Ooh. super exciting so yes i'm so excited so i'm hoping to take more projects up here just as the time goes on 
um yeah yeah because i love it i mean my, like a majority of my family is here so i mean visiting is never and i don't ever want to not be up here so yeah. um cool yeah so i'm super excited and the last time i came up here i actually did a few family sessions and that's the power of social media which is great because your hashtags and all these facebook groups of certain cities you're in and just say like hey i'm out here um this yeah. is my work if anybody is like yeah. cool you know <laughs> wants awesome. to come and have me take their photos so yeah. That's badass. Actually, it's a good segue because I'm always interested in, because as far as creatives and artists marketing ourselves, it's kind of hard. So you mostly use Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So I've used Instagram. And then um, I think in like 2014, 2015, I, I mean, I've always like traveled constantly to here, Oregon. Um, I've um, gotten tattooed by Laura Jade, who is in Grants Pass, Oregon. And then, um, uh, so we travel to Grants Pass, Grants Pass a lot too. So when I was there, um, I mean, every time I go, I take photos of somebody or something there and, um, just use those hashtags. And then, Mm. I mean, back then, um, I think like Facebook groups of like the cities and stuff are way more beneficial. Um, I don't use those right now. Um, I think Instagram is probably like a way more beneficial tool, but like back then that's, I did a lot of that and that's where I got, I mean, a lot of my clientele from other cities that I wasn't in. I've never, I forget about a Facebook group because I was definitely, I definitely remember when that was probably like 2008 2009 when i got started that was kind of that was a big thing back then because you didn't have instagram so um, and like the cities so like right now i'm in port orchard washington which is across the water from seattle but like so it's like port orchard has a facebook group of just this city people go to to be like where can i get a haircut or whatever you know and just posting in there it's like if if people reply i don't want to take their photos you don't have to take their photos you just not you know you're booked i mean i don't know like yeah. you don't have to take it what comes but i mean you're never gonna know if you don't try is what i told myself and telling people no is okay yes it is i have to tell myself that every minute of every day but yes you find yeah. obviously there's a certain guilt you feel when you say no to different projects or different photo photos whatever and yeah, sure. but it's like it's for your it's for your 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 mental health and it's for yourself mm-hmm. you know you gotta say no to things that you're not gonna be into so yeah. That's mm-hmm. freaking cool. Um, yeah. I was getting ready to say, how do you feel about, because I, I asked everyone this, Instagram is awesome. And obviously you get an influx of so many creatives all the time. Does that yeah. ever discourage you seeing that there's a bajillion different photographers and there's new ones being, you know, made every single day? Um, I don't know about scared or I think that there's so many, like, I mean, I don't know. I have kind of a different point of view. I love meeting other photographers. I love learning. I love, I mean, unless they suck or unless like they suck as a person, I mean, not their work, but like, I mean, I'd rather meet someone who's like super awesome and their work maybe just like, isn't what I like. And I would rather like way hang out with them than someone who's super awesome and their attitude is so shitty you know oh, i love just like oh my gosh i love learning i'm so nosy maybe that's what it is i'm like oh cool like what is that what are you i love what that. You, up to? you know i love that so i love seeing new photographers my brother um one of my brothers my oldest brother is uh also does like is incredibly talented he works for a marketing agency and he's done um I mean, that's what he does. He does video and photo. He's so talented. He second shot um, for me for weddings for a long time too. And so I just love getting together with other people. I mean, you're never going to learn if you're by yourself stagnant. So I'm with it. Hell um, yes. Yeah. I, it's hard at weddings. Sometimes you meet like videographers or like DJs or wedding planners or people that are super aggressive and like just not not the vibe I like, but I mean, I, you know, meeting new people is great. And the amount of photographers that come up, I mean, everyone goes through a phase and they might be in their phase of like, I'm trying this to express myself. And if they're truly talented and love the craft, they're going to stick with it. So 
for anybody to be judgy or like snide or make it harder for them to fit in, that's not going to help because if they really want to be there, they're going to be there in this year, next year, three years from now or whatever. So you might as well just be like open and nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of the worst people to meet are, mm-hmm. and there's so many gatekeepers in this community, which is yeah, yeah. super annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of sucks when you meet people on social media who you think, oh, man, they think we so awesome. Can't wait to meet them, blah, blah, blah. Then you meet them and they're like the worst human and they won't share any of their knowledge and all that. This is super, just super stupid. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've run sure. into a lot of that recently, unfortunately. The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's super sucks to even have someone, to meet someone just so, like, closed off. And um, especially about a craft that you do, too. Or, like, you know, I mean, anything. It's like you just why aren't you just even just nice or welcoming or like that's cool encouraging it's just it's dumb because that makes such a stronger impression than even if like if they were nice that would be so much better for them as a professional with another photographer absolutely absolutely yeah do you think you'll stick around yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) do you think you'll kind of stick around the midwest that's a good question i uh i love where we're at i love the joplin community so much um i know small towns or smaller towns i think everyone calls it a small town but it's not that small like i guess number wise but um (laughs) you know there's something about community what you make of it i think every town people try to yeah, I mean, everyone's like, oh, screw this. This town sucks. I mean, no matter what town, everyone right? Everyone says that about their town. Right, yeah. Everybody says the same thing. And moving away maybe so great for people to move away. But, I mean, my um, my business in Joplin, so, like, the laser business, I mean, and um, the tattoo business that we, like, have a building with, I mean, they're, like, they're not going anywhere in Joplin for sure. And so I'll always be in Joplin no matter what. But... Um, as far as traveling and maybe having a second location, um, oh yeah, years. I mean, I mean, the possibilities are endless right now with the things that I am pursuing. So it's just, ooh, it's yeah, it's so exciting. So I, yes, so I love. There's that. so much room for growth. The laser business just celebrated six years and. I, when I found out I was pregnant with twins, I basically replaced myself at the business and, um, Stephanie, who's there, she's been there for two years now, um, is incredible. She's a licensed esthetician. So she does all of the fun, relaxing facials, like waxing, dermaplane, like all the other skincare stuff. And she lasers, does the micro needling. So she's really great. It's incredible. The relationships that you build with people along the ways. And I was really, I think I was gatekeepy of the laser shop Mm. because I was so, I was so scared of who I shared my space with because I watched, um, the tattoo shop go through that because the tattoo industry is so gatekeepy and also and brutal just so brutal so hardcore that i just watched all these people come and go these people just fuck up these people just be total fucking assholes to their clients to the people around them and i didn't want that i didn't want anybody there i thought like my vision was bigger i don't want that energy i want people to come and leave yeah feeling better about themselves so I was super gatekeepy of like my space and now um there's seven people that share that space and all of like the women that are in my space that are incredible the tattoo artists next door are so great um our shop managers I wouldn't be able to I mean, they're just all so great. I'm so lucky. I feel like I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I love that. I love that. I mean, 
the women that are there at the laser studio are just so incredible at everything they do. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And I would have never gotten that experience had I not basically been forced myself to do that. So um, to let people in. And um, I was still really choosy, still choosy. Oh, you gotta be. You got your business. Very picky. Yeah, very picky, especially um, in the cosmetic industry or anything like that. I mean, every industry probably has that, but I just when you get a bunch of girls together, I mean, there's a lot of things and I just wanted, I want people to come in and feel however they feel, but I want them to leave feeling better no matter what I do. So I don't think I'm a superficial person, even though what the laser business does is superficial. Basically we're, we're we're doing, you know, skincare, it's what I, it's changing the way that you look, but I mean, at every session you watch someone get more confident, you watch their attitude change. You want them to feel better about themselves. You want them to have a good day after that. You don't want to be the reason why anyone thinks badly about themselves. So that's what I love. And I share that space with people that also feel the same way. So super proud. I love that. I mean, you, I mean, obviously that's your baby. You know, you want to make it sure that literally people are... it's my first baby. I yeah. call that. That's so funny. So that I say that it's my first baby. <laughs> it really is. I have like, I mean, just the space that it holds and how important it is. I'm constantly thinking about it. Um, and I love it. I try to use it to do good. We, you know, I still partner with um, Rafa House is the nonprofit that I worked for. Um, that safe home for girls that have been sex trafficked in Southeast Asia. <clears throat> so um, I've still removed brands from sex trafficking victims and forced prostitution. There's a few different um, nonprofits that I've partnered with. And then there's also a nonprofit in Joplin that takes guys that either coming out of jail or just rough around the edges. And they're like, listen, we'll help you like get on your feet find a job you know get off these hard drugs and just you know try to do better you know just whatever so we remove their tattoos that um you know are on their hands or their necks or their face that would like prohibit them from getting a job yeah and then any racist tattoo for sure we'll remove i no questions asked and I just got like my first really great review from someone that was like open about what I removed on them. No uh, way. And um, it was like, I cried because it was so sweet and he was just so nice. And I really just think that that's just the attitude that you have with people. You will just like get that back. And I mean, some people will just be shitty no matter how good of a person you are. I'm definitely learning that in life, no matter like how close they are or whatever. That's just, some people's journey in your life and they're you know that's okay but I really am just trying to just 100% just I definitely am shitty sometimes for sure I I don't want to be I don't want to be like whatever but I mean it's just so great it's great to do good things and it's great to get that back so that's cool I mean through all this Mm -hmm. I mean I've seen so much growth in you you know I don't know you super well but I can tell that you've You've grown a lot with all these endeavors, you know? Well, yeah, I feel it. I feel this last part of this year, I'm claiming it. This is the last part. I'm fucking owning it. And yes. then 2022, I am fucking claiming that year. That is my year. That's Blacklist Lasers year. That's Honey and Pine Photography. That's their year. Like, Let's go. I'm- yeah, let's, let's go. go. Let's do it. Like, I'm claiming it right now. <laughs> well, I certainly would be watching from afar. Yes. I would love that. That's so cool. You deserve everything. This is so awesome. Well, thank you. That's so nice. And I'm so glad that we met. I can't believe life. Like, that's just so how awesome life is. You know, I'm not a religious person at all. But I definitely believe in energy. And that's, like, the most random thing that I have ever done is, like, let Whitley be, like, here are my internet friends. And I'm like, hello, I'm in a midlife crisis. How are you? Yes. <laughs> and I'm too much What's going on? I lo- that's why I love why I love how life just throws you that shit. It's like yeah. random, just randomness. And it's just like, so yo, what's random. up? Here we are. 
It's so great. And I love, that's just like what I love about everything. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh my God. And it led us here. We literally met like a couple weeks ago <laughs> and we're doing a freaking podcast right now. I can't believe it. Whenever you talked about it, I was like, oh my God, my voice, I just, I don't know. And like being in like a weird part of my life and just whatever. I mean, everyone's in a weird part, right? No one's in like this perfect like space, even if they think that they are. It's like always whatever, moving, changing. Oh yeah, no one's ever in a perfect space. I'm just like, man, okay, well, no, I'm doing this. I like... I'm so grateful I met you and I like you're so talented and so I'm like we're gonna talk because that's like cool that's how people grow and learn so yes we're out now I felt the instant like this is gonna be my homie for sure yes, yes. I yeah. love that feeling yes I love so, it yeah it's, so, it's awesome. so hard to meet people that are like so open and yeah. great I feel like a lot of people will probably come off that way but like genuinely aren't so mm-hmm I love just meeting people that are and being like, yes, let's grow and learn. Life is like, we're going to die and who cares? That's <laughs> like, exactly, I don't know. Yes. Be nice. Be nice. Be a good person while you're here. Right. That's literally you know? it. It's like, I'm yeah. going to go. Oh, yeah. You're right. I'm going to die one day. I'm going to just be me all the mm-hmm. time and screw yeah. the rest. Yeah. No matter what you believe it's over when it's over. Right. So yeah. like no matter how related. And so it's like, you're never going to get it back. So like, why not be like super cool while you're here? And say and do what you love and meet people and be open and great and yeah. whatever i love that i feel like i just sang like a country song or something you did i mean low-key <laughs> you're from not, not here for a long time you're for a good time and not a country song or <laughs> that's amazing that's hilarious <laughs> that's true though that's cool though no you said something you dropped some jewels there you dropped so many jewels yeah. just sign me up if i could sing I'd be signed right now for Ooh, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's already a record. I feel like that's already a song that I'm pulling from and like my subconscious for sure though. Like I'm not here for a long time, I'm here for a good time. I feel like that is something that's I think it's a Drake lyric. Oh, that would be fucking hilarious if I pulled <laughs> no, a Drake lyric out sure of the back is. of my brain. <laughs> Bro, shout out to Tiffany and Drake, man. We get to see that collaboration. <laughs> it's a little boosy. Oh my god! It might be actually shit. It probably is. Oh my god! But now I know you're with your family and stuff, and you're a holiday week, so I can hold you. But I got two more questions. So, yes, for sure. What Sorry. is the funniest thing tattoo that you have removed from someone's body? Okay. Um. So there are okay. There are so many, so many randoms, but like, I think okay. There's a definitely any like names on any private parts it's not really (laughs) funny but it's just like funny that we all feel this like need to like brand ourselves with people's names like you have you know whoever you know literally (laughs) on top of your vagina that's like just one of the things that we do I mean I like have tattoos I obviously wanted removed but like veterans have the fucking best stories about their tattoos they're getting removed because they're always like overseas and they're wasted and like their stories I'm like what the fuck what what did you do like I mean listening to these stories is fucking insane but there's yeah like um a pie on the ass. I mean, that's a funny. That's freaking hilarious. I mean, I have literally so many. I mean, I would, I, a huge amount of my body is tattooed. So I have the same kind of stories. And that's what I love about tattooing too. It's like, it's just a time and a place. And yeah, shut up, shut up. It's a time and a place, right? We all have those like, so Whitley, uh, she worked at Blacklist Inc. uh, And I'm, the way I met her is so funny. Oh my God. It's like, I met you how I met her almost. So really? I just pulled up to the tattoo shop. Yeah. And she was outside of her car crying outside of the tattoo shop. And I was with one of my other friends who's a tattoo artist, um, who is fucking incredible. But, uh, I pulled up and I'm like, Hey, like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm having a really bad day. And I'm like, well, do you want to get margaritas with us? <laughs> and she's like, yeah sure i guess like just random had never like gone out i mean so random right and so we went and had margaritas she um 
brought her cards, um, read my cards. Like we just like got wasted with tequila and bonded that way. And ever since then, I, she just. That's your homie. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are literally probably like, yeah, six years later, probably or more than that, like seven or eight years. Yeah. Cause the laser side wasn't even open. So. See, this is life yeah. is happening in your favor. Yeah, I love it so much. You know, you're yeah. attracting this good, these good people, this good energy, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You put, you put that yeah. out in the universe. Yeah, but where I was going with that, she left. Okay, and then we got really drunk, like at her going away party, and we're like, let's all get matching tattoos. Okay, yeah. And I, they say it was my idea, but it probably was. But I don't really know if that's true. But it probably was my. <laughs> bad idea the owner of a tattoo removal business like let's all get matching tattoos for wasted exactly Um, we weren't all wasted for like you know whatever purposes no one was tattooing wasted but um, (laughs) well uh so whitley loves bright eyes and yellow bird and like i was trying to think of like things that remind me of her but that song that from bright eyes that talks about the yellow bird like that reminds me of her and just bright eyes does and whatever so i'm like yes we're all gonna get yellow birds all right we're all gonna get these yellow birds okay like now me and um kelsey who works on my side she does hair she got one and then stephanie so they basically look like little like chickens like literally my son will point to my leg and be like chicken (laughs) so that's a funny tattoo story but i'm never removing that but yes you can't remove that that's important yeah but it's just a time and a place that's cool yeah yeah good 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 shit i love that yeah yes my last question is you mentioned you know owning 2022 and having some things brewing what are you working on what's what's the future looking like what's your what's the end goal if there is one so the end goal is definitely to keep the laser business um in joplin obviously you know and do photography there but my end goal i think is to definitely travel more and i love the northwest and so even though i've like looked into um, lasering there are a lot of different laws and rules in different states about who can operate a laser for good reasons you know just some states it's more strict than others so um i think my end goal is to definitely um just grow and expand maybe get another laser in another location i would definitely love to be in like a bigger area somewhere too but always keep joplin there um um, that's definitely, I mean, it's a huge part of who I am, so that's not going anywhere or, yeah, yeah, but, you know, anything like that, but, um, and photography, just traveling more, doing more, like I am in a weird phase of my life, but I definitely, the more we talk, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to document all this love that's out there that is so good. I want to do that in all different places. And my dream is Iceland for sure. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. So that's my dream. And in 2022, that would be fucking real cool. If I got there, you can Um, can get there. You can get there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just need to concentrate on that. I want to grow as a person. I want to meet way more cool people like you and just these, cool random things and i want to keep being opened and growing and doing more so i'm with it you're gonna get all that it's gonna be so you, you, deserve it. you deserve yes. it all yes if you're ever yeah. in the south or north carolina please let me know no uh, i'll just come there and we can just take photos yeah, like just come, yeah, come yeah. i would love that i would love yeah. you to come to north carolina i think you really i have like not it. i have not been there ever it would be super cool oh i could take where i live i can get anywhere in like two three hours to the mountains to the beach to wherever so you're you're always welcome that's so awesome yeah for sure absolutely yeah. well yes okay i won't hold you i know you got family um so where can we find you on the internet where how can we contact you so um my personal instagram is tiffany rogers t-y-f-f-a-n-i-e rogers r-o-g-e-r-s um but honey and pine photography and blacklist laser and cosmetics instagram facebook um one of uh tiktok went viral of my daughter and it like has like over 12 million views let's go, and let's a, go. Lot call, a lot of people call me a bad mom on the internet but i promise i'm not <laughs> just because she went to target and whatever but that's amazing i haven't seen the so, tiktok but i want to see it yes send it to me 
Yes, I will. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm going to link all that in the description. Please hit Tiffany up. And you're for hire right now. Are you, are you on a high yes. edition thing? You're for yeah. hire? Cool. Yes, so please hire. Sure. Yeah. If you're going to Iceland to get do an elopement, please take Tiffany because she wants to go. <laughs> Anytime. Yes. Anytime or anywhere in the world. She wants to, yeah. she wants to anywhere. see Anywhere. New places, new things, new people. Love. I love it. Yes. And we'll stay in touch. Okay. Yes, for sure. Yes. Thank you for doing this. You are the best. Thank you so much. Of course. So great. Yes. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.